Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Are you kidding me? I had no idea. Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy, I'm a proud Gen Xer, and I was born in the wonderful year of 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. The year Elvis died, I was born. I was born right after. Congratulations. Congratulations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see the new Elvis movie yet? Not yet. I've heard mixed reviews about it, though. You liked it, right? I liked it a lot. It's very stylistic. Like well, it's Foz Lerman, who I love. Right, right. So, so if you go into it, like, expecting just a straight-up biopic, you're going to be yeah, disappointed. No. I mean, I love Foz Lerman, his style, so I think I, do I, think too. I like it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It makes you furious with rage. You will go to Banana Town several times. Oh, Because okay. they were, like, wanting, like... This country was just so prudish. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like, they wanted yeah. to arrest him in the 50s for, moving for his wiggling hips. his hips. Yeah. yeah. The wiggle. The wiggle. <laughs> Unbelievable. So you know um, who I turned my ire at. I turned to Timmy, and I'm like, and you say the 50s were a good decade. You want to live with this bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I was freaking out. Not. Um, I was just recommending a Boslerman series to somebody the other day, The Get Down. Remember that? That was so you good. You really liked that. I didn't see it. I loved it. It was on HBO originally, but now it's on Netflix. Okay. Really good. Okay. Another recommendation while we're jumping off, guys. The Last of Us. If you're not watching it. I'm going to start that tonight. I finally finished Arrested Development. I want to say something about the last season. I get it. It's Sucks. not as good. <laughs> I, th- I still liked it. It's definitely not as good as the other season. <laughs> but I still kind of like Like, it was still funny. Yeah. But not, yeah, not nearly as good. Well, while you're watching that trash, The Last of Us is passing you by. You're calling Arrested Development trash. <laughs> the last season was. Um, Jenny, update, I still have COVID. Still? I'm still testing positive. Day eight. Oh my God, Jesus. Day eight. You're going to have it forever, maybe. I don't know, guys. I have not been sick in three years, and now I've been sick for two months. This would make total sense. Like, Amy was always patient zero, created diseases, started diseases, made everybody sick. And then she doesn't, mysteriously doesn't get COVID. Everyone else does. We're all stupefied. 
Like it would make sense that when you get it, now you'll have it for like a year and a half. <laughs> so you're going to hear me um, with my cough drop. Amy and her perpetual COVID. Some, some ASMR. Oh. I have I have that fake disease where loud noise or chewing noises bother me. Any mm-hmm. kind of noise a person mm-hmm. who is well, living you, makes bothers me. You're going to be getting some noise because, uh, you know. I have to say there is this scene in The Last of Us where it's very similar to Walking Dead scenes where you have to be quiet because they can hear sound. Oh, that's so that's so unnerving. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I said to Timmy, this is what it was like growing up with Jenny. Okay, fuck off. You just have to like tiptoe. And second of all, you would be dead. Don't breathe. (laughs) You would be dead if you had to be quiet. Like that, there's a whole horror movie about that where the, like the, there's like alien predators or something and they find, they. The Quiet Place, is it Yes. With and they. Uh, my man, Jim, from the office. The way, the way they find you is sound. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the whole mm-hmm. world would be obliterated. Let's face it. That's true. Obliterated. That's obliterated. Mm-hmm. Jenny, um, we want to kick off our uh, end of Little House with an upsetting announcement. <laughs> oh no, here we go. <laughs> Guys, we are not going to jump into 90210. I know we promised. I know we said we would. I never said promise. I promised. Okay. Well, but you we, always have empty promises. My promises people. mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but we, does a promise really mean anything anymore? Not unless there's a signature on a sheet of paper. Exactly. So we, you know, we started this podcast during the pandemic. We had nothing to do. Literally nothing to do. Literally. Since then... You know, we've advanced in our careers. I've gotten an entire new career. We literally, I was cooking. That's how little I had to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was putting together a goddamn puzzle. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the days. So anyway, so here's what we're going to do. For a while, we are cutting way back and we're just going to be doing one episode a month on the free feed. It'll probably be a blockbuster. It might be a Gen X. This is, uh, that was a thing. Which we so really it'll be longer. It'll be longer episodes. So, like you know, these would probably be like an hour to ninety minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, better, better quality content. Well thought out. Well, <laughs> like I think well, it'll be better content. What the movie is just know. less of it. Yeah. Just le- less frequently, but better thought out content. I think. So, what does that mean for you? So, stay subscribed because every once in a while, every month, something will pop up. Yeah, and, and like able to hear it. because it's the free feed and there's no contractual obligations. If we want to put two out, we'll put two out. If we have time, we'll do extra mm-hmm. things. But like it just it takes the burden of having to record every week off of us, which is tough. Like Guys, some, I can't, I can't get this bitch to record. One no, it's hard. You, how, oh my god, we tried, we tried to do it on a day, and you're like, I'm picking I'm up falling, Samantha. I'm phoning mom in. I'm, I'm picking up Samantha. I have to drop Penelope off. I have 25 yeah. minutes right in between. Okay, I'm available tonight. Do you want to record extra tonight? Yeah, I'm available tonight. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm available all weekend. I'm you just tell me when you want to do it. I'm available every night. I'm sitting here doing nothing. You know every night. Even if you're I go out, the life. Even if I go out, it's like eight o'clock. You're going to bed at that time. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> anyway, guys. So, okay, so what does that mean for your patron? If you're a patron, we're going to just keep it going. We're going to keep it going it for a while. Yep. So we're going to continue to finish Definitely finish, finish Rock of Love. Definitely finish My So-Called Life. Yeah, and maybe, I don't know, after Rock of Love, maybe throw something else on there. 
We'll yeah. see. We'll keep going. So the bottom line is, if you want to hear us three times a month, sign up for Patreon. Click the link in the show notes. You'll be guaranteed five bucks a month. You're guaranteed two episodes. There you yeah. go. And the one on the free feed. If you only want to hear us once a month, stay subscribed and you can hear us. And if you want to hear me, I'm over on Hey Bunky covering reality shows with Mary Payne. So also, guys, we don't know what that's going to do to the tiers. So we're going to look into that. We're, our goal is to get everyone at like a $5 tier. Yeah. Like, we will. You're not getting the weekly things early. Right. So we'll probably just reduce that tier. So we'll we'll reduce it. Um, if they, we might have to do it like in a roundabout way. We don't because <laughs> Patreon has the worst controls. So we'll figure out how to do it. So we'll figure out how to do it. More will be forthcoming. All right, Jay. Let's get into this dumpster fire. We have made it, Jen. We are very close to the end. This is the last episode, though, of the season mm-hmm. of the series, right? Yep. Next week we'll be doing the viewers' choices. Yes. And then we head into the, the movie where they blow up the town. This these are the last um this is the last episode of season nine. Mm-hmm. I have to say I watched this over the last couple nights, I think or no, last couple mornings. I wrote notes, put them on my counter with my all my computers and stuff that I take with me, my phone, packed up my little bag, came to my studio. No notes. Didn't bring my notes. It is the mm-hmm. only time mm-hmm. I've left my notes behind. Usually, a lot of times they're in the cloud. They're on my, you know, like on my notes stock. I happen to write these ones down. Yep. The only time I've ever lost them or forgot them and don't have them. Okay. <laughs> the only time. The first right. time. And it's the I last episode. I think that's very fitting for what we're dealing with today. Yeah. I mean, I have my index card because I, I always write that like when I get to the studio, but Cause and I, think- I am 10 minutes away from my home. I could in theory. And if it, if it were 50 degrees, I would have run back to my house and get them. But mm-hmm. here it is like four degrees wind chill. Mm-hmm. It's like 16. I'm not going back outside. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Jenny, we're looking at Little House on the Prairie season nine, episode 21. Hello and goodbye. Mr. Montague, a renowned author, is undergoing research for his next book, which was not even clear. Moves, nope. He moves in with Lauren and Monza at their newly implemented boarding house. Jenny, on a scale of one to Almanzo, how annoying is Mr. Montague? Almanzo? <laughs> yes! Is that the correct answer? That's the correct answer. This is the most annoying new character we have ever seen or met in our lives, correct? Yeah, super annoying. Hate him. Yet, for some reason, I remembered him. He yeah, was, me like, too. seared in my memory. It must be his annoyance. Yeah. Okay. He he had a little Jenny vibe to him, too. I'll get into it. I knew you were going to fucking say that. And that's not true. <laughs> and I took Wait, notes on you, why that's not true. Wait, why'd you know I was going to say it? I just knew you were going to say it. Why? And because he's perfect and that's easy to confuse with me. <laughs> but... I took notes on why that's not true, and now I don't have my fucking notes. <laughs> Jenny, we open on a stagecoach with two dudes on it. One is Montague, and I wrote, the other one looks like an older Tom Selleck, but he doesn't really. I feel like that's doing Tom Selleck a disju- uh, an injustice there. He was the guy that had the, the blazer buttoned, like just his top button. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck's that? I don't know. I want to call him Stash, because he has such an impressive He does kind of have that stash. But I he just call him Tom Selleck Stash. Honestly, I just call him dad throughout the whole thing. I don't even know his name. 
Cut to the boarding house and there's some new music and Willie is getting all dressed up. Now, this scene. Oh, my God. Wild. Oh, my wild. God. I was like, wow, they're going out on a bang on the last, literally, on the last episode of Little House. I don't know if Landon is three Jim Beams in at this point. Oh, I don't know if he, like we talked about, accidentally got that marijuana cigarette. <laughs> this was written by Don Ballock, though, directed by... <laughs> by landon mm-hmm. i think maybe they were like let's get a little racy for the last episode maybe maybe guys rachel's tying his tie and she's like how much time you got again what time's the stagecoach coming we could bang a little bit wink wink i mean it was something you would see in the 90s yeah i was shocked <laughs> i was shocked. i mean this was 83 but okay mm-hmm. Now Harriet's all dressed up, and she reminds Nels that Sherwood Montague is coming to town, and he's a very famous writer, and he's renting their very best room for an indefinite stay. Great. Great. What could go wrong? So, Jenny, that explains that he's a writer. Yeah, that's why he's, he's annoying. annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a writer. Pompous, I get pompous, it. asshole. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like the confidence of a boomer. He's not even a boomer of the <laughs> greatest white no, male silent writer. Gen- <laughs> silent generation, right? Yeah. 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 Guys, again, I can't recommend it enough. Follow Guy in my MFA class on Twitter. <laughs> You'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So the coach pulls up and Montague gets off the stage. They introduce themselves and he wants to go inspect his quarters. Meanwhile, dad is looking for Matthew Rogers. So he goes where everyone goes when they need information. Miss Foster's. Yeah. Well, she's the town gossip slash post office. Mm -hmm. She sends them to Edwards. You know what, Jenny? When you're not having your notes and not having anything to say, this would be a great chance for me to break out that new cricket sound. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Because it may happen. Because I'm like... Here in this back in real time, and I it's like, like I'm remember. telling it to Jenny. Like yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, is that what happened? What happened next? So she sends him to Edwards, and Tom Selleck slash Dad finds Mr. Edwards at the restaurant, and he's like, "I'm Matthew's father, and I'm here to claim him." Now we did find that Matthew did not belong to the circus. Oh, we know we know that. No, he was he did. He was in a cage. He was in a cage, but he was like a freak like a side show oh like he was a, a single, traveling freak show okay yes, just a so much better guy. so yeah. much better this guy named steve mcqueen or something was dragging him around i don't know what was happening queen i feel like that's not true r.i.p steve mcqueen <laughs> <laughs> all right so <laughs> upstairs harriet shows montague their very best room and he's not pleased not impressed this is where i was getting a jenny vibe what do you mean? Like, usually when I travel and when I do and when I get the best of everything, I want a suite with the kitchen because culinary arts are a necessity. This is you. Oh, yeah, because I cook everywhere I go. <laughs> this will not do. Is there a home that he can rent? And Willie and Rachel run in and they start selling that boarding house real hard. First of all, when I stay at your house, I share a, a bathroom with teenagers. Okay. <laughs> Just want to state that for the record. And you don't complain about it at all. No, I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. suffer in silence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Jenny, I have to share a house with those teenagers. Like, thank God you don't have to share a bathroom with them, though. God. So, Willie and Rachel are like, there's room at Laura's boarding house. And Harriet's like, shh. 
shut up. What are you doing? There's no other place to stay here. Shut up. And Willie's like, Ma, you'd know how nice it was if you ever came to visit us. Willie is the MVP on the competitions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. team. (laughs) Yes, he is. So downstairs, Dad says he's been searching for Matthew for years. And Edwards reminds him he abandoned Matthew at two years old, 11 years ago. And Dad's like, I know, but, you know, I... I he'll understand once I explain it to him. And Edward's like, let's hold off until we know you have the right kid. Dad's like, birthmark, left ear. I, I figured you were going to go berserk about this. Now, Edwards goes, oh, yeah? What kind of birthmark? Really? Really? It's not enough that he identified that there was a birthmark behind his left ear, but now he has to describe it? Um. Oh, it's 2.4 centimeters. Like, the last time he saw this kid, he was two. First of all, I thought you would rage because, like, this is our form of identity verification. (laughs) (laughs) I did, although, oddly enough, I was okay with this. Normally, I would rage. Yeah. Like, how does one even prove one is one's father? You can't prove it. You just have to have some knowledge about shit. So they go out to the house, and Edwards introduces them, and Dad's like, why is he using sign language? Now, Jenny, when did Edwards become fluent? Fluent in sign language. I know. (laughs) Dude can barely read. I know. I know. Dad's like, what's going on with him? Why is he defective? He wasn't broken when I had him. What happened? He totally (laughs) says that. It was real, real bad. It was real bad. (laughs) Edward says, well, someone at the workhouse didn't like him and they forced lie down his throat. Jesus. Jenny, what is lie? It's like acid, isn't it? It's basically That's what like I thought. acid. Yeah. Don't you put that shit on they use a it garden? In soap. They use it in soap. Yeah, you can kill. Let me look it up. Hold on. Pause. It's a strong alkaline solution, so it's actually the opposite of acid, especially of especially of potassium hydroxide used for washing or cleansing isn't harmful to humans connect it contact with very high concentrations it can cause severe burns to eye skin digestive system or longer permanent damage or death yeah i I was used in soap i don't know how he can't die drinking lye it's used in soap food paper Mm. glass cleaner okay you can't make real soap without lye jesus so dad's like let's let's sit down we'll talk about this (laughs) Everybody, everybody calm down. Calm I just, down. I, I have a lot of, like, how did he find him now and couldn't find him? Like, it sounds like mm-hmm. he didn't wander far from where he was born. So, like, how did he not find him for 11 years? That just seems like seems a long weird. time. Mm-hmm. At the boarding house, they're showing Montague a guest room and there's antique furniture in the room. Manly wants to paint it. Hey, everybody, oh, I destroy antiques. <laughs> Must have painted. Wait, I got it. I got it. Hey, everybody, I'm the one who paints over nice furniture. Like, he's such an idiot. He's the one, guys, when you go in an antique farmhouse and you see shit from the 70s that's been painted over. It has that that's terrible a- beige. Hey, everybody, I put carpet over. over hardwood floors. He's the one. He's the yes. one. He's the one that does that. Mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. So he says, uh, Montague flips out and he's like, oh, can I please refurnish the refurbish these? He's like, basically, don't touch this shit. He's basically like, get that idiot out of here. 
He says, I'll take it if you can fix up this adjoining room. And Manly agrees to fix it up. Whatever. Now at the cabin, Dad says, as soon as he and Matthew's mother could survive financially. First of all, did you notice they're cutting, intercutting scenes, which they never do? I didn't even notice. They, like, usually have a whole scene and then another whole scene. But now they're intercutting. Like, we're still at the cabin, still in that conversation. Did they hire an editor? I don't know. They just went balls <laughs> to the wall. Because I know that they were shocked when they when it was canceled. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so, like, they, they didn't know it was going to be canceled after season nine. So they didn't, like, no. make a proper ending to this. No, right. That's what the Because I felt like before. the ending was, like, really? That's the end of the series? But if, that explains it. They didn't know it was. It still was a lame season ending. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They didn't realize they were ending the series. Well, Landon was given three movies to wrap it up, but the only wow. one we're watching is that one where they blow up the town. Because I can't wait for it. Okay. <laughs> so Dad says we tried to find you, but you were always one or two steps ahead of us. And Matthew signs a story about a couple who adopted him, but fed him pig slop and forced him to work. He got sick, and when he couldn't stand up, they fed him the lie. And I just wrote, Edwards is fluent in ASL because this kid is only signing half of this story. And Edwards yeah. is getting every single piece of it. Then Steve McQueen showed up and put Matthew in a cage. That's where we're at. Jesus. So dad wants to make it up to him. He's like, mom's dead now. Okay, she's gone. But the two of us, you know, we could do it and we'll survive together. We'll be together, whatever. Matthew's pissed, but Dad's like, you were starving, dude. Like, there was literally no food. Now, we know starving was a real thing here. Yeah. During these times. Like, you could really starve. You can really starve now, which is ridiculous, but true. You could really starve now, but at least, thanks to FDR, there are some social nets in place. Well, in the U.S., yes. In the U.S. But, like, really starving is a real mm -hmm. thing. Like, it's ridiculous with how far the world has come and how rich a lot of countries are that that's still a thing. But it, people starve in this country. People starve in this country. There are people in this world without access to clean drinking water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In this country. Yes. Okay. So, Dad's like, I love you. I love you. Matthew's like, fuck you. You should have let me die. He signs, you know... <laughs> We've really come far with sign language because you used to have to sign, I hate you, get away from me. Now you can just flip somebody off. Yeah, that's it means good sign the same language. thing, right? Just, bye. Flipped him off once. So dad leaves. So Edwards finds Matthew and he's talking to him and he's like, you do what you want, but don't hate your dad. Hating is bad for the soul. And it reminded me of hating and peeking. Peeking. Can't stand no peeking. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So now, Jen, this was a weird scene. Montague goes to see Doc. See, this is another thing. They were trying to introduce this Montague. Yes. And they were like as have a new him, reoccurring. Yeah, and they were going to have him like as a foil for Edwards, which we see at the end. Which okay. was the dumbest show. I never would have watched it. I never would have watched that. Yeah. No. And they were all going to live in Laura's boarding house. Whatever. Oh, God. So it was going to turn into like, what was that thing with like? The girls that lived in the house together. Too close together. for comfort? No. No, not too close well, for comfort. Uh, facts of life. Facts of life. Facts of life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is it like some version of facts of life? Yeah, I think so. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. So... He goes to see Doc, and Doc offers to examine him, and Montague's like, dude. He's like, I studied at the Mayo Clinic. Like, fuck you, dude. I have an index card. It is on the Mayo Clinic. (laughs) I do have my index card with me. Okay, Because I just carry that around in my back pocket. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Hold on. So the Mayo Clinic is, you know, still around and thriving today. And I, I didn't realize it was this old. That's why I was surprised when I heard that. Oh, okay. Um, it's a nonprofit American academic medical center focused on integrated healthcare, education, and research. It employs over 50, 50, 4,500 physicians and scientists, along with another 58,000 administrative and allied staff. They have three major campuses, one in Rochester, Minnesota, one in Jacksonville, Florida, one in Phoenix slash Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, they just recently in 2020 expanded into the UK. William Oral Mayo settled his family in Rochester, Minnesota in 1864. So it's probably not far from where, where this yeah. is. At. And opened a sole proprietorship medicine practice that evolved under his sons, Dr. Will and Dr. Charlie. <clears throat> it was ranked the number one hospital in the U.S. for seven consecutive years in U.S. News and World Reports. This was as of, I don't know, 2021 or something. Um, It has been in one of the top positions in that ranking for over 35 years. They perform the highest number of transplants in the country for solid organs. One interesting fact, kind of how it got started, which I thought was cool. In August of 1883, a tornado struck Rochester, causing 37 deaths and over 200 injuries. A third of the town was destroyed. But the Mayo family was spared. Relief efforts had started. I get, I'm assuming like the local government probably started yeah. that. And they put the Mayo Clinic, or they put Mayo in charge of, it wasn't Mayo Clinic yet, 
in charge of organizing healthcare for wounded survivors. And they, um, you know, like organized with like, got money from local places and then built slightly more permanent things and like kind of started this whole like clinic idea. And that's how they, that's how they turned into like the Mayo Clinic and expanded Mm. into like these outreach places and stuff. Okay. It's a good organization. I didn't realize it was so old. Yeah, I didn't either. Did you say they have a branch in Arizona? They are in, did I say Arizona? Yeah, Phoenix, Scottsdale. So if someone had like, a knife in the kidneys, for example. Could they go to the Mayo Clinic in Arizona? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who are you knifing in Arizona? Oh, if you know, you know, Jenny. <laughs> I don't know. Is this something from one of your stupid it's from 90 sister wives? Oh, okay. okay. And like three <laughs> people will understand it. Okay. So, math. Okay. So, where am I? So, Montague's like, yeah, I'm a doctor, dude. I'm only here writing a book on frontier medicine, which is his way of saying like, did he do air quotes? <laughs> did he do like frontier medicine? Mm-hmm. So Doc is like, oh, do you want to know about the ocular pat down? Is that going to be like in your first chapter? <laughs> <laughs> the ocular pat down. So That's Doc from It's Always Sunny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Doc is sniffling and, and says he's had sinus trouble his whole life. And I felt seen. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. Mm-hmm. That was Graham. Mm-hmm. Remember Graham was like, mm-hmm. I no, got, Graham what would she have, used to say? She would I got the a, sinus. I have a sinus. She would have a full on flu and just be like, oh, it's my sinuses. No, but she used to call it something funny. She Mm-mm. used to say like, I have a sinus or something. Nope. She would just say it's my sinuses. She would often be in the middle of a sneezing fit when I called her. <laughs> She said she wasn't, she didn't get sick for 30, she didn't have a cold for 30 years. It was Mm-mm. just always her sinus. Just her sinuses. <laughs> so Montague tells Doc, you know, get some powdered beetroot. Like, this is the stupidest scene ever. If Stupid. this scene doesn't end with Doc Baker packing up his bag and heading out of town, I don't need it. I don't need the scene. So next we see Montague and Fopa heading to Sleepy Eye to find a che- Chinese laundry. Cue the cheesy Chinese music. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, the other racist music. First of all, that is not faux pas. Faux pas is John Carter. John Carter was with them. Was it John Carter? Mm-hmm. I thought it was the father was with them. No. Why would oh. the father go to sleepy out in Montague? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. John Carter, faux pas, <laughs> like, takes deliveries to sleepy eye and shit. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Montague starts speaking like fluent Mandarin and faux pas yes. impressed. I don't think it's Mandarin. It might be Cantonese. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's Cantonese. So at the restaurant, Edwards is eating and dad comes in. And he's like, look, I don't leave till Friday. But I just wanted to, you know, make sure my son was okay. And dad's like, you're fond of him, aren't you? And Edwards says... No, no, no. Edwards goes, I love him like a son. And dad goes, well, like a son isn't the same as being a son. Says the guy who's been absent for 11 years. So Edward says, "Uh, it's not up to me. It's up to him. And he doesn't want to go. So I don't know what to say. I have a question for you as a parent. Okay. If you found out like one of your kids was switched, it's difficult because you have twins. So like you probably Mm. know they're both yours. But like, say you found out one was like, switched out some other kid at birth mm-hmm. and like you found out like 15 years later that they weren't your biological child how would you well, feel about that this happened on many soap operas well many i know soap operas. Yes. um 
I don't know. It's it's tough. You know what I mean? Like, where does that bond begin? Like, does that matter? Like, as an outsider to the parenting world, I feel like that wouldn't matter. It it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Because, like, it's like I don't have a biological direct connection to your kids, and like that doesn't make me less attached to them. Like, you have any attachment to my children. I have a loose biological (laughs) association to your children. Um. Let me think. You like, know what I mean? Like, so if I sense. found out like Jane Smith in Idaho was really my kid, and so like I had yeah. to give Penelope to that family. <laughs> oh, no, I Jane mean, no one's Smith. No one's assuming that you're gonna do. Like, that. I wouldn't do that. I would just be like, let's just keep going how we're going. Yeah, like right, I just like, want to raise Penelope continually. It's the relationship that matters. Yes, more. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's the whole basis behind adoption. Yeah. Like yeah. that's why I, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So dad says, can I swing by tomorrow for a few minutes to give Matthew something? And I'm yelling, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cause whatever well, the gift is, it's going to weaken him. It's going to weaken him. <laughs> so it's kryptonite. Edward says fine. Now at the boarding house, Montague is pricing or is praising Almanzo for his work. I'm like, okay, whatever. Laura says, call us Laura and Almanzo. And he's like, okay, fine. But there will be no reciprocity. Now, reciprocity is one of my favorite words. Yeah, I like that word. It's a good one. It's complicated. It feels like you got marbles in there swirling around. It's a good word. Mm-hmm. Manly is now all up in this guy's business. Why didn't you get married? Why don't you have kids? What do you do with your life? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Hey, everybody, I'm an investigative reporter. Like, get the fuck out of here. God, yeah. go, go like eat soup or something, moron. So, Almanzo is shit talking Montague when Montague comes up behind him. And one of the things Almanzo was saying is this motherfucker thinks he's perfect. And Montague, now this is so Jenny. Montague's like, you know what? You're right. I am perfect. And it's a terrible cross that I must bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which Jenny said at the beginning of this podcast. I was kidding. Jesus. <laughs> So then, Jen, Rose starts crying. Montague starts talking to her in baby talk. And Rose is like, I get it. I'm perfect, too. Mm-hmm. Would you take baby Rose as a child? No. No. Okay. She's a baby. Like, with all her gifted skills, she's still a kid who craps her pants. So True. Now, at Edwards... Dad shows up and tells Matthew, look, I know you want to stay and that's fine, but we spend a lot of time trying to find you. We never stopped loving you. Like, I have to say, for a man of this generation, he's very emotive with his expressions. Yeah. Like, he's like, I love you. I love you. Or he's looking for a farmhand. We're not sure. Matthew's like, I don't hate you anymore. Times are tough. I get it. And Dad's like, here, I want you to have your mother's Bible. Jen, we had a family Bible. Everybody had a family Bible who was Christian. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. That's like where you kept family histories and stuff. Yes. I wonder if mom still has it. Probably. Mm. So Edwards leaves to give dad a ride home. And when he gets back, Matthew is moping. And as I predicted, it's his kryptonite. He got to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Bible kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So Matthew says he feels sorry for his dad. And Edwards is like, you know, that's natural. I get it. But hey, sucks for him. You want some supper? Let's go to bed. So now Montague heads over to the Olsons and he startles Harriet and she chokes on a gumball. And for somebody, so stupid. for somebody who's so smart, he is a moron. 
I know he's a doctor and he can't figure out that she's choking. She's giving him every signal in the book, guys. Universal sign for choking. She's now they're playing charades and she's wor- like mouthing out, sounding out each word. It's ridiculous. I'm then, trying to find. Hold on. I was wondering if the Heimlich maneuver. I don't think that was around yet. Thoracic surgeon and medical researcher Henry Heimlich noted for the Heimlich maneuver, which is the abdominal thrust um, mm-hmm. method to get something out of somebody's throat that's lodged there. He claimed that back slaps were proven to cause death by lodging foreign objects into the windpipe. The 1982 oh. Yale study that persuaded the Heart Association to stop recommending black blo- back blows for dealing with choking was partially funded by Heimlich's own foundation. That's a Which, little incestuous. According to Roger White, MD of the Mayo Clinic, there was never any science here. Heimlich overpowered science all the way with his slick tactics and intimidation. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Jenny, Jenny, we should have saved this for my upcoming series, Two Sisters Google. Oh, no, no. <laughs> From 1985 to 2005, Heimlich thrust were the only recommended tre- treatment for choking in the published guidelines for the American Heart Association and Red Cross. In, ni- in 2006, both organizations drastically changed course and downgraded the use of the technique. I had no idea, did you? For conscious victims, the new guidelines recommend first applying backslaps. If this method fails to remove the obstruction, then apply the abdominal thrust. Are you kidding me? I had no idea. Wow. Did you? Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the in May of, maneuver is compromised. In 2016, Henry Heimlich, age 96, claimed to have personally used the maneuver to save the life of fellow resident at his retirement home in Cincinnati. Oh. It is. It was alleged to be either the first or second time Heimlich himself used his namesake maneuver to save the life of somebody in a non-simulated choking situation. Oh my god. According to Heimlich's son, both Uh-oh. rescues were bogus. What? This dude, man. <laughs> I had hey, no Heim- idea. Hey Heimlich, I have something to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow. wow okay i had wow. no idea that was such a controversy that see now if we were doing my show two sisters google we we would have reactions like this all the time all right or it would be super boring everybody fall asleep <laughs> okay so now montague is coming out and runs into nancy and nancy's bitching that she got a c on her paper he says it's drivel, blah, 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 whatever. It's so stupid. I'm not even going to talk about this. Did thing. she think that he was like, well, how did she think this was going to go? Anyway. I have no idea. At the hotel, Edwards visits dad and he says, I admit I was angry you showed up because I didn't want to lose Matthew. I love him, but Matthew's moping and he's not moving on. That Bible you gave him is like working on him. So he says, I know he wants to go with you, but he just doesn't want to hurt me. So why don't you come out to my place and fetch him? talk to him and edwards is like but you better give him a lot of love and dad's like oh he'll get it <laughs> i just said that way more menacingly than it was said yeah, in the show I don't know what that means. then okay. edwards watches them reunite through a window and single tear casio oh, keyboard casio keyboard <laughs> all right so laura voiceover in the middle of the show which we don't need a week later matthew left walnut grove with his father mr edwards smiled a lot saying goodbye but inside, his heart was breaking. 
Laura, come oh. closer. What do you have to say about this writing? Show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. <laughs> like, why does Laura have to tell us the internal emotions of Edwards? This makes no sense. We could see it on we his face. We got it. We understood. Uh, show, don't tell. Show, don't tell, Don Balak. All right. So... Now the stage leaves and Laura invites Edwards for dinner. Montague's cooking. Edward says, or she invites Edwards over to dinner. He's like, no, I need to go home. I need to mope. And I thought he's going to hit that rum shack hard. I thought, yeah, I thought he was going to fall off the wagon. So now we get a scene with Edwards going home and Matthew's shoe is there. And he's like, oh, Dan Dermot Nabbit. Who forgets a shoe? Because they had like one pair of shoes in these days. I know. Cut to the boarding house. Montague is cooking a dish he claims he made for the queen, which was probably Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it was Queen Victoria at this time, to be fair. She but called maybe it, it was. She called it Chicken Montague. Laura can't enjoy this, though, because she's distracted, worrying about Edwards. Then Jen, he walks in, and he says, I'm not here for supper. I'm here to live here. And this is the setup for what they wanted season 10 to be. I see. I looked up Chicken Montague. There's no such thing. At the end, Edward sits down and eats with his hands, and he wants to put ketchup on the chicken, and we get the quirky music. I hate You put ketchup on everything. I fucking hate ketchup. Come for me. I hate ketchup. What do I put ketchup on? You, I feel like you put ketchup on stuff. I put ketchup, you bitch, on french fries. And that's no, what you, it belongs you on. No, you put ketchup on other things. I don't put ketchup on anything. We have had a bottle of ketchup in my refrigerator for like six years. Okay, you used to. I don't I don't think I did. What would I put it on? I don't know. I feel like you used a lot of ketchup. On I'm accusing you. On hamburgers, I enjoy a little Ew, light you put mayo. it on hamburgers. A little light mayo. Sometimes a little ketchup, but I like mayo. Hot dogs, I like mustard. All right, fine. Okay. I mean, I don't like it. Like, I would never put it. I know people put it on eggs and shit like that. Ugh. No, eggs. If you put ketchup on eggs, don't even talk to me. Um, I don't put it. I'm, Especially, I'm I mean, eggs are eggs are delicate, delicacy now. They're super expensive. I mean, I'm not saying I'm much better because I like, like, I'll do a nice ranch dressing on some potatoes instead of ketchup. But for fries, nothing beats ketchup for fries. I like I like mayo on fries, but I'll eat ketchup on fries. I'll do a fry sauce with the mayo and the ketchup combined. Oh, gross. Good. Okay. okay. Um, that's like when Doreen said she thought I drank like a bottle of soda a day. I'm like, I don't even drink soda. No, what are no, you talking I about? See, I never see soda at your house. You guys have this image of me putting ketchup on everything and swigging my Coke. <laughs> I never said you drank Coke. I swear <laughs> I saw you use ketchup. <laughs> I'm sure, Jenny, in our 40 years together, you've seen me use ketchup. Yes. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> okay, um, that's the end of the episode. Do you have a why? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Jenny, at the end of every episode, we look back on a theme or a lesson, something we took from the rewatch. We called our why it's designed to finish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. What is your why for this episode? This is why they should have ended this at season five. Correct. Then we wouldn't have had, hey, everybody, I'm here to ruin the show. Season like, all five you had to do was, was the put perfect man- end point. All you had to do was put Manly in a leather jacket and have him water skiing over some sharks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so season just, six is where it jumped the shark, I think. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it was? It was when Laura grew up. Yeah, she should have been a perpetual child. That would have been better. I mean, she just could have been. I don't know. Wait, I want to. I want to look at the episodes on season six. Hold on. Sweet sixteen was one of them, which is the grossest episode of all time. Was that the one, Manly? I think so. I think season five. Let me just make sure some of the ones I loved in season five were. I mean, we loved season three. That was the season three was great. There's no place like home as long as we're together. The cheaters, the craftsmen. Oh, is the craftsman the one with a shut up? Shut up. <laughs> the sound of children, like Keezy a monster. Come on. Yeah, five was good. Um, Harriet's happenings. Season six. You're right. Laura's kind of growing up in season six. The return of Mr. Edwards. The werewolf. Of- yes. Season six is where it jumps the shark. Yes. Yep. The werewolf of Walnut Grove. Although the God Sister was in season five. Yeah. That, but that was one bad episode in a right. season. I feel like. But if I you go like to season, season three, you have Johnny Cash, the collection. Season you have three Bunny. was the gold. You have the race. You have Little Girl Lost. What's her name in the well? You have the monster of Walnut Grove. You have Journey into Spring. Oh, when his dad comes, his hot dad, Charles' hot dad comes in the scene. You have Fred. You have Bully Boys. You have Fred and Bully Boys. You have no Lizard. Quarantine. Oh. I mean, come on. Season three was, that was the gold. That, that was, was the, gold the golden season. age. The golden age. Blizzard. <laughs> when we were laughing at the frozen kids. <laughs> That was um, the best season. All right. Season three so was the best. Jenny doesn't know what's coming up next because we don't know what's coming up next because you guys are deciding. So last week there was a poll in the Mimi Bees. Wait, I did that happen? participated in it. Is no, that happening now? It's going to happen now, but by the time they hear this, it'll be over. So whatever we're doing next week is what our Mimis are choosing. So I don't know. They were saying there were some in episode one. Season one, we didn't do a lot. Jenny. No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't do Country Girls. We didn't do um, The 100 Mile Walk. We didn't do... Whoa. Amy Hearn convinces Doc Baker and the Ingles to fake her death. Oh, we didn't do that what? one. We didn't do a lot of these things. Did Did we see Ma's Holiday where Carolyn and Charles yes. go on a yes. second honeymoon? Okay. Yes. All right. We didn't do the raccoon. We didn't do the raccoon. I want to do the raccoon. You wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. We didn't do that one. So there's a lot that we didn't do. So guys, you know, come at us. Please don't give us anything terrible. Please, please, please. Let's do season one through three somewhere. <laughs> we were stick to one through three. So we're going to do three viewers choice and then the movie. So you have us for another month. And then yeah. our new schedule is going to start. So Jenny, anything else that you have to say? No, I'm really all talked out right now. Do you want to say, I would like to say how much I love you and what a pleasure it was to do this with you. Am I retiring? I just want to use the cricket sound. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not retiring. (laughs) All right. um, That's it, I guess, right? All right, guys, if you haven't already, check out our Patreon. Like I said, 
We're gonna keep going over there. So if you wanna hang on, just keep on hanging on. And uh, join the Mimi B group. We have fun in there. All right, Jenny. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.